Hey, bitches. Hello. We're back. <laughs> With another episode of Hot for Justice. Hell yeah, that's Jess. And that's Jamie. And, you know, we're a little late this week, but, you know, better late than never, am I right? Yes. I had some family visiting from Australia, so I did not have time to And record. that's more than okay. Oh, yeah. Because... It's the holidays and shit, so... Absolutely. And I had to we'll allow enjoy my time with them because I don't see them very often. Yeah, what was the last time you guys saw them? Uh, it's been over two years. Oh my god. So they came and got to meet the baby. Oh my god. Yeah. So, so cute. it was very special. Very special weekend. Yeah, there were some really cute Instagram pics that I saw. Yeah. It if went you're following so just on Instagram, this, there's a shameless plug. Yeah, yeah. So they're. Um, I was an exchange student in high school, and I lived with them for six months, and we've stayed really close since then. That's and so cool. Yeah. Th- so, I mean, they're my family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. That is dope as hell. I wish I did something cool like that in high school, but I did not, so. Yeah. I don't or know. Or college. I didn't do any sort of study abroad or any of that. I don't know why I wanted to, but I just, like, made it happen, and my parents helped all a lot. Like, I always wanted cool. to, just never, like, followed through with it. Yeah. It's very expensive, and it's very... It is very expensive. You have to jump through a lot of hoops to do it. Yeah, because, like, in high school, I never had, like, an opportunity, but in college, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do it for, like, a semester. Mm-hmm. But, like, being... I, I was a science major, and it's, like, basically impossible to do your science classes outside of the U.S. and have it count. Yeah. Um, so, I was... At my school, they had this thing called January term, where it was, like, one month where you took one class. Oh, yeah. That's cool. And it was, yeah. like, between your, like, fall and spring semesters. Yeah. So, it was kind of, like, a trimester system, but, like, not really. Yeah. Um... But, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll, like, travel during Jan term. But I was like, you only travel for, like, two to three weeks. Uh, so it's like, for the same price, I might as well take a vacation and do shit that I actually want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And take a two to three week vacation in, like, London or Spain or wherever. Yeah. yeah. And it just, it never seemed, like, a right. Yeah. So, I one day. You. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was really cool. It was hard because, you know, you're, I was only 16 when I left. Oh, God. And I turned 17 while I, like, a, a couple weeks after I got there, but it That's was wild. a big, yeah, it was, but it was, you know, like, such a cool experience. I would definitely do it all over again. Oh, I And bet. I hope one day I can have, like, my own host, you know, like, host a student, too. Oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a kid when I was in high school who was a transfer student from China. Oh, Yeah. Like, he lived with the family for all four years, though. It wasn't just, like, a one-semester thing or a one-year thing. Oh, wow. He did it all four years. It was really cool. And then he ended up, like, just, like, actually, like, getting his, like, permanent visa and, like, moving to oh, America cool. afterwards because he loved it so much. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, it's really wild how, like, all this stuff can, like, work oh, out. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of different ways you can do it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <sighs> but anyways, so this week you're first. I am first this week. So mine's a little bit... Uh, a little short, but like kind of wild. Um, okay. It's also semi-recent. How funny would it be if we did the same one again? I will scream. <laughs> <laughs> Except I won't because I will scream in people's eardrums and that's kind of rude. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so tell me if it's the same one and this will be really funny if it is. <laughs> the disappearance of Matthew Weaver. Nope, we're good. Excellent. <laughs> we should start cro- cross-referencing these a little better. We need to make a spreadsheet. We really do. Yes. Because so. um, that was very funny last week. Yes. Lie. Oh, I was <laughs> kind of mad at myself. 
whatever. Like, I was just saying, they're like. <laughs> In my description, I said I I've already done we we've, we've already yep. done this case. Fast forward to like the middle if you don't want to listen to it again. <laughs> Perfect. Um. So oh, and also we're both drinking wine right now, which basically means that we're on the same you know wavelength. We are. And I think both white wine. Yes. Yeah. So even better. Oh, what yeah. are you drinking? It's um bare, you know? the Barefoot brand. Oh, I love it's like cheap ass barefoot. Yeah, it's like a spritzer, and it's really oh, good. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. Is it the like apple one or? I yeah, I th- I think so. It's apple or pear. Yeah, one of the. T- I think it's pear. It's really yeah. good though. I see. It's in a green can, right? Uh, it's not. Maybe? It's in a bottle. I don't know. Oh, I didn't buy I it. I only have them in cans. Oh really? Yeah. No, they have it yeah. in a bottle. That's dope. I'm drinking some wine that one of my coworkers got me from New Zealand. It's called Ooh. Middle Earth Brand. Very nice. Yes, I've never heard of it, but nerd shit. Um, yeah, that's got, cool. Gotta love it. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, you're a nerd, so here you go." And I was like, <laughs> "Honestly, like, I respect it." <laughs> um, so we'll see how this goes. We're both All drinking right. wine, so let's hit it. It could go a multitude of directions. It could. I'm on my first <laughs> glass, though, so I think I should be okay. <laughs> I'm on my second, so we'll see. <laughs> Probably a good thing I'm going first. Yes. <laughs> or I'll probably have much better things to say during yours. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for it. Excellent. So, Matthew Weaver is a 21-year-old man from... Oh, I got this from Reddit, by the way. Okay. This is Reddit um, Unsolved Mysteries subreddit. Ooh. Um, and this is posted by a user named Ross... Uh, Masha, Masha Rostova? Masha okay. Rostova. Thanks, Masha. Yeah. We'll link all this you know, down below and all, all the good things. Um, anyways, so Matthew Weaver is a 21-year-old man from Simi Valley, California. And do you know where that is? Isn't it in like, um, like near San Jose? Bay Area? No, okay. Just kidding. <laughs> where is it? <laughs> it's like 40 miles outside of LA. Oh, I'm wrong. Yeah, so it's like way down south. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. Excellent. Good. We're, we're doing great. <laughs> um, so he went missing on Friday, August 10th, 2018 from the Malibu Canyons. Investigators have been able to piece together his last hours from cell phone data by downloading his Snapchat location history. Another Snapchat thing that I'm doing, by the way, which is kind of interesting. Um, So four months before he went missing, he moved out of his grandmother's home and into his own apartment in Granada Hills, California. Um, One source says that he was kicked out of his grandmother's house, but it's unknown why. Um, He was working with his father, Matthew Weaver Sr., as a linesman for a telephone pole construction company. Shortly before he went missing, he and his long-term, long-term girlfriend, Vanessa, broke up. She says after he moved on his own, moved into his own apartment, she noticed him drinking a lot more. His friends also say that he was struggling and noticed that he, his drinking was becoming a problem. He started using LSD and cocaine while partying more frequently, and a couple weeks before he went missing, he admitted to his friends that he might have a problem because he said that he started to miss work because of it and was getting caught by his dad. Um, this could or could not have something to do with him getting kicked out of his grandmother's house, but that's speculation. Um, also, by the way, I'm still very sniffly. I'm still getting over my stupid cold. <laughs> and it's okay. So I'd like to apologize for any any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. It's fine. <laughs> um, we'll see how many I end up cutting out before the end. But <laughs> I bet we won't. It, yeah. I mean, it's already almost 730 on Monday. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, it's another one of those examples. If you're listening to this, that means, you know, we got something out. Yeah. You're, yeah. You know, we're, it's hard during the holidays. We're trying to. It is. 
next month things will be a lot more smooth i oh, yeah. speculate and we'll be able to like get together to yeah actually do it record because i don't think we've recorded in person since like september uh no we have not maybe beginning of october either either or yeah which is honestly bonkers it really is <laughs> whoops um anywho so a few months before he went missing he started asking around for a gun oh not good my dog just knocked something over so charlie <laughs> um my life's in shambles <laughs> i'm just kidding um so he started asking around for a gun his friends would not help him in getting one and he was unsuccessful in his efforts he had been asking his dad if he could have one of his or borrow one or if his dad would buy him one his dad also disagreed on august 9th of 2018 he slept in after a late night partying with his friends Around 6 p.m. that day, he drove to his work to pick up $400 cash from his boss. Then he went to visit his dad. On this visit his, uh, to his dad, he asked if he could take a picture of his dad's gun, which he posted to Snapchat with the words, Game Over. At 9 p.m., he calls Melissa Sanchez and picks her up from her home in Chatsworth. They went to Walmart, got gas, and drove down to uh, Sepulveda Boulevard. I probably butchered that, but that's neither here nor there. Um, to an unknown location and bought cocaine and then drove to a marijuana dispensary. They sat in the car in front of Melissa's house until about 5 a.m. He and Melissa were not were not super close friends. They had just recently started hanging out. But that night in early, early evening, she um, claims that he got very emotional, crying, and started venting to her. She said it was kind of awkward for her because she, they didn't know each other that well. So around 5 a.m., she goes into her, into her house and he leaves. At 5.15, he turns off the 101 freeway in Calabasas and gets onto the Mulholland Highway. He drives through the windy mountain roads, possibly speeding or racing, as that's something that he was known to do. At 6.57 a.m., he stops at the parking lot on Stunt Road and Saddle Peak Road in Topanga Canyon. This is a popular lookout spot that he is very familiar with. His ex-girlfriend Vanessa says he frequently went up there to race his car through the canyons and to enjoy the view and take pictures. Nearby, there's a large metal gate blocking the fire road. This road starts off as asphalt and then some way down it forks off to the right, which leads up to a large microwave tower that was under construction at the time. At the fork in the road, if you keep going straight, the fire road turns from asphalt into dirt. That road is not safe for driving on. Around 7.15 a.m., Matthew opens the metal gate, which was left unlocked, and starts driving down the fire road. The only, uh, or the, sorry, the microwave tower has a surveillance camera, which caught his car driving through the metal gate. His car is the only car to pass through. Is at the end of the treacherous fire road that Matthew's car is found. The road gets really narrow where his car stopped, and it was so narrow that one of his tires was hanging over the edge of the mountain. The front of the car is blocked by a small boulder. The private investigator working the case says that anyone going down the road would be on a one-way trip. There's no way to turn around and make it back out. At 8.21 a.m., Matthew attempts to call his father, but his father's cell phone didn't have reception at the time, so he missed Matthew's call. Then over three hours later, at 11.48, he calls Melissa Sanchez the girl he was hanging out with the night before until 5 a.m. Uh, she was at work, so she didn't answer the phone, but instead immediately texts him back. Here's the texting conversation verbatim. Melissa, I'm at work. What's up? Matthew, like some crazy is going on, on shit going on. I just to talk while I have the chance. After this, his phone either dies or is turned off. Weird. Melissa texts him back an hour later, asking him if he's okay, but he never responds. From the time Matthew gets his car stuck at 7.28 a.m. to the time of his last text message at 11.48, he never leaves the area. A drone pilot 
uh, took 740 or 797 aerial photographs of the area he went missing from, and a reward has been offered to anyone who can find any relevant piece of evidence going through the photos and analyzing them. This is how Matthew's hat and white torn-up shirt and dr with dr dried blood on it were found. It was in the brush beneath a fire lookout. Um, it's not been confirmed at the time if the shirt belongs to Matthew, but the hat is definitely his, but the police have not confirmed the shirt. But his blood is definitely on it. Huh. That's not... Isn't that that's so weird. Yeah. Um, there's also um, a link to some photos where you can see the aerial view photos. I'll We can link that in the down bar. Yeah. Um, so, did Matthew commit suicide and no one's found the body yet? His friends and family don't think so. Did he get into an altercation with some of the construction workers who were up working on the microwave tower? Many of the people who went and searched the area after Matthew's disappearance report their workers being extremely hostile. Does Melissa Sanchez more, know more than she's saying? People are suspicious of her doing to possible gang connections and the fact that she was the last person to see him alive and his last communication. Why did he only contact her that morning and none of his other close friends? Right. Especially because they weren't even that close. It's weird. Um, another side note, there's been many instances of random shootings occurring in those canyons where he went missing from. Um... But other than that, nobody knows anything specific. Well. Yeah. That's so creepy. Super creepy. So yeah, no one has seen him since. No one has heard anything. But yeah, the shirt, who knows if it's his or not, but there was definitely dried blood on it that is his. And the hat that was missing is definitely his. Huh. Yeah. What do you think happened? I'm actually not 100% sure. I think yeah. he got his car stuck. Yeah. Because he was probably high. Do you think maybe and he just, like, tried to walk or get help and maybe, like, fell? Yeah, I or... think it was an accident. Yeah. And maybe like just, said, like, no just one found up him. And... Yeah. Because that happens. Yeah. There I was, mean, like, it's, it reminds like, me of that case of, like, those, like, five missing dudes that you had a while yeah, back. Yeah. It's just really weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was a guy who went missing in Calaveras County mm -hmm. um, last year, and it was, you know, everybody always thinks, like, something like foul play like it's, it's weird mm -hmm. it's creepy he was on his way to a doctor's appointment and then he just vanished oh shit well like months and months and months later they actually found his car he had like gone off the road and nobody could see him because you know it's very remote it can be remote and like totally really windy roads and stuff and they they found his body he, he had passed away and in, in the car holy shit and it, there wasn't any foul play at all it's just Sometimes was an accident it happens yeah and it's really sad and weird, but yeah. Wowzers. All right. Well. So yeah, short and sweet. Well, I guess not sweet. But yeah. Not, not sweet, but short and interesting. Very. So mine, um, I did the disappearance of Kristen Smart. Mm hmm And I got my source, like, or my Oh my, my God, I did this one. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were serious and I was no. going to be really irritated. <laughs> um. My, I listened to a podcast called Your Own Backyard by Chris mm -hmm. Lambert. I think I've talked about it before. You've it told was, me about this for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was really good, and I really enjoyed listening. I didn't enjoy it, but it was interesting to listen to. Um, and then I got the rest of my information from Wikipedia. Taking one out of Jamie's page. Oh, my God, my fave. <laughs> Her mouth is hanging open right now. She's shocked. Literally. Mostly okay. because I had a gummy melatonin vitamin in my mouth, but that's, that's neither here nor there. solid. You know, I just found out they made those gummies. I didn't Dude, know Dude, me and Zach have been taking them for years. I can't take melatonin because it gives me really weird dreams, but... I mean, honestly, I kind of live for it. Is that weird? You... No, mine were, like, scary dreams. 
I mean, okay, I probably shouldn't say that I live for it because I'm prone to sleep paralysis and, like, lucid oh, dreaming and, like, yikes. night terrors and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so the melatonin dreams can get real freaky sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, but we can talk about that on another podcast, I suppose. <laughs> right. A sleep, a sleep podcast, maybe. <laughs> we should do, like, weird, like, sleep disappearances or some shit. Right. Or sleep, yeah sleep stories yeah okay may of 1996 it's memorial day weekend uh kristen smart was a 19 year old student at cal poly in san luis obispo which for people who are not familiar is near santa barbara in california i don't um, think it's that far from where my case took place yeah probably not um so it was the end of the school year, or close to the end of the school year. Many of the students were gone from campus because it was a holiday weekend, so they had three days off. Um, Kristen and her friend went out trying to, like, find parties and stuff mm -hmm. or, like, something to do because everybody was gone. And, and Typical so shenanigan shit. Yeah, there wasn't, like, much going on because it was – everybody was gone. Yeah. Uh, so K Kristen's friend kind of was like, I'm going to go back to the dorm – Kristen wanted to, she was, like, determined to find a party. So they they parted ways, and Kristen's friend gave her her key back to get into their dorm building because it closed after, like, a, or it locked after a certain time Yeah, in the evening. And Kristen never came home. Oh, so, no. So, yeah. Uh, it was later found out that two of her classmates had found her passed out in the grass outside of a house. So she had found a party, and it was, like, a kind of like from what the podcast kind of made it seem like was on um maybe like a fraternity row okay or something and people remember seeing her there for a period of time um so they found her passed out and they helped her up to get her back to the dorms it was a short walk back so they walked with her and they were joined by a third classmate whose name is paul so the first two people kind of went off their separate ways mm -hmm leaving Paul and Kristen together. And Paul said that he walked her like close-ish to the building, entrance building, entrance of her building. Yeah. And then like she walked off and he walked off and he didn't see Fucking her Fucking Paul. Yeah. So her friends realized that she hadn't returned back like I think maybe a day or two later and they went to the university police and they were like um she's missing and they thought that she had just gone home on vacation they were like she's Hold probably the fucking just phone. her yeah. roommate no I think her roommate was gone so it was just her friends got it so yeah. the girl that was with her yeah the girl that was with her was like wasn't quite sure why or where she went but you know they didn't live together so Okay, okay, and I think that's where my wires were crossed, because yeah. I was like, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they, they like, had, they shared a key, like, everybody in that had the building key. Got it, but she yeah. had a separate room from her. Yes. And possibly lived on maybe a different floor, or who knows. Yes. Got it, okay, so, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck, her own roommate didn't realize that she was fucking missing? Yeah. I was about to be real mad. Yeah, no, she did I mean, I'm still mad, She but, talks like, on the podcast, and... You can tell she feels bad. You know, it's like the last time it really anybody that she knew well saw her. Except for fucking Paul. Except for Paul. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So the university police, um, basically were like, she's on vacation. She's probably fine. And once she 
it was apparent she wasn't on vacation. Her friends, I think, had, like, called her parents, and her parents were like, no, because her parents are from Stockton, so that's all, all the way up here. That's yeah, a so solid like six, like, what, hour six drive. to eight hours away. Yeah. yeah. So they were like, no, she's not here. Uh, and then it got reported to the city police, like, a few days later. And um, it's still being investigated as an open case, but there is a lot of really compelling evidence that the last person she was with Paul knew exactly what happened to her. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's why I call him fucking Paul. Yes. And that's why he's the only one I named. (laughs) Excellent. So I had a feeling podcast, the guy, the guy who, um, who does it, his name's Chris. He goes into a lot of detail about Kristen, a lot of detail about Paul, because there's a lot of other incidents. I'm not going to outline everything, but like, it's really creepy and very compelling. So if you're interested in this, go listen to that podcast because... It's called My Own Backyard? Your Own Backyard. Your Own Backyard. Yes. It's like We six, will link it yeah. in the links. It's six episodes. It's really, really interesting. It's well done. Um, so uh, the former tenants of the house that Paul's mom lived in at the time of this crime found a bloody, bloody earring. And the... They actually, he, the, Chris interviews her on his podcast, and she's like, I saw this big billboard of Kristen, because apparently there's a billboard somewhere in that area about okay. it, and she was like, the earring matched the necklace she was wearing. Stop it. Yeah. So she turned it over to the police, but it was lost in custody. Fucking of course it was. Yeah. So there's like no proof, no pictures, no nothing. Um, That's some baby back bullshit. Yeah. And then there's another story that he talks about in the podcast, and it was really chilling to me. It was, like, the most probably, like, chilling part of it. So um, Kristen worked as a lifeguard, and since she was a freshman, she got the early, early shift because nobody else wanted to work it. So it was, like, 6 in the morning or 6.30 in the morning or, like, something. Right, so there's nobody at the goddamn pool. Yeah, or maybe, like, even 5. I don't know. It was insane. So she'd have to get up super early um, to get to work on time. She would set her alarm on her watch that she wore on okay. her wrist. Because, you know, no cell phones. So right. she had it on a, a watch. What year was this again? 96. Okay. So you know on those watches how they make like a beep, 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 you know, like the little beeps? I'm too aware, but go yes. on. <laughs> um, the former tenants of Paul's mom house said that they, her and her mom, would hear a beeping really balls early in the morning coming from the backyard and they didn't know what it was like they had no idea and it seemed to be coming from like an area where there had been like a concrete flower bed made you know red alert red alert yeah (laughs) so I and as she was talking about this I was like that's really creepy that seems a little bit too coincidental yeah if you ask me it said after a few months that it stopped like it died like the battery died right fuck uh yep so that was weird um there was also cadaver dogs that had searched for Kristen, um like around the dorms and the dogs hit on the smell of human composition in paul's dorm room it was never properly searched because he moved out after the end of the school year and they didn't really like they it seemed like it was kind of bungled this investigation well, because and this is what like a couple weeks before the end of the semester yeah so it was like a couple weeks he was deuced it but they did yeah. you know the dogs did hit in his room 
And Did they look in this fucking backyard? They okay. So, and the podcast Sorry, goes into I'm this too. Ahead. No, no. A podcast goes into this too, but I think they had gotten permission. They like family gave them permission to to like do ground penetrating radar mm-hmm. on very specific portions of the backyard and the specific portions of the garage, but not the flower bed area. Of course not. Right. So it's like, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, they did the family get to choose where they got to search, or was it the police? No, there I have was questions. no warrant. There was no warrant, so the parents had said, "Yeah, you can do only these areas." Bitch, what the fuck? Yep. And so they also like dug up some place like near campus, but I and they mm-hmm. found they found bones, but they I think that I don't think it was they were human because it, it they there was a bunch of like articles right. about it and then nothing so i'm sure if it had been a person it so would have like nothing been like actually y- was yielded from it yeah so that's bonkers yeah i know it's it's really it's really sad so she was only 19 when she went missing and okay. um, i mean at this point it's probably pretty certain who did it right but at the same time Fucking Paul. they need people to talk and they need people to come forward because otherwise, they're kind of dead in the water, I think. Yeah, because so. there's not enough evidence to fucking nail Paul. Yeah. I mean, again, if he did it, whatever. Right. In if my he heart of hearts, Paul did it. Yeah. Sorry, fucking Paul did it. I mean, it's 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 probably, like, the most likely scenario. Right. Who knows? But, oh my god, dude. It's insane, though. Yeah, so, listen to the podcast, you know. Your own backyard. Your own backyard. Cool talk to people who might have been your parents maybe went to slow or you know somebody who's old who went to slow in 1996 and know somebody who's old <laughs> well it, they were in college in 1996 so kind of so that means they were like 18 or 20 what tw- 30 years ago 20 years 25 years 20, ago yeah so they're like old now <laughs> i'm just kidding oh my god <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's like our parents ages i know i'm just joking um but anyways you know what i mean um so, this is kind of short. Do you want to just, like, briefly recap casting John Bonet? Yes. We can sure. talk about it and then lay it to bed. I could not stand it. <laughs> okay, I was... Tell me all your problems. <laughs> I did not care for how it was done. Okay. Because, like, so... So, it's the, not a documentary. The acting was terrible. <laughs> terrible. And then they're just asking these actors for their opinions on what happened to John Bonet, and everybody has an opinion about it because it's like the most famous case in American history, right? Other than freaking the Zodiac killer and Stacey Anthony, or Stacey, yeah, Stacey Case, Anthony, Ca- Casey Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, that's I mean, not her name. No, yeah, Ca- Casey Anthony. Anyways, um, so everybody has opinions about it, and it's like just a whole show of random ass people's opinions and it annoyed me yeah so for those of you who have never seen casting john bonet on netflix it's like an it. hour and a half just kidding but kind um, of not really i enjoyed it but also like i feel like i know probably more about john bonet than the average person yeah i see like in that whole case i'm not like i'm it's not that i'm not interested in it it's just i think so um there's more um 
like it's just more opinion than fact that's out there I feel like no I agree and and I think my opinions have changed over the years yeah and even since I talked to you about it I don't know if I still have the same opinion I really don't I don't know I don't I'm not even going to speculate my opinion on what happened to her because the whole thing is very bizarre yeah so I would definitely say give it a watch if you have like 95 minutes you know because it is interesting because pretty much all the actors in it so basically it's Instead they're of it being a documentary, terrible. it's they're trying to quote unquote cast someone for each role in the family or each role that is a potential suspect in the murder. Yeah. And all of that. And like the cops and. Right. So there's like pe- like a you know dozen women to- auditioning to be Patsy Ramsey. Oh my a dozen god, they were all so bad. Be- <laughs> a dozen people auditioning to be John, the cop, the Santa Claus, all these different people, right? So there's all these different people, and they're all giving their own opinions, but they're all, like, either residents of Boulder or, like, the like, immediate area of Boulder, Colorado, so they all grew up around it. Yeah. Or it happened, like, up the street from their mom's house or yeah. whatever. Something. Like, they're very involved in the case at a semi-personal level, because, like, some of them were like, oh, like, I had a, you know, close friend that worked with John Ramsey, or I had blah, 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 like, all these connections to the case, right? So I think that's kind of interesting. Um and I will say that I did listen to um, this year True Crime Garage for their like Christmas special did like a six part in Holy depth John Benet Ramsey series. Yeah, I was each episode like... over an hour. Oh yeah, I don't I can't so, stand listening to their voices. I know or I would them. watch, but I want to find something to watch like about it because I don't really know that much about it other than what. So that being said, really I also watched an ID thing on it oh, a couple okay. weeks back. There so on. Hulu, if you have the, if you have Hulu, I'm pretty sure ID is included in it. If not, it's included with HBO Hulu. Yeah, um, I just use yours, thanks. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, there is an ID special. I forget exactly what it's called, but it's something to do with the John Bonet case, and it's I want to say like three or four parts, and it has a lot of those like court TV people that like commentate on a lot of stuff. Like you know that blonde lady, not Nancy Grace, but the other blonde lady that commentates on a lot of like true crime stuff. I can't think of her fucking name. Katie Couric? No. She has a kind of, like, nasally voice. I can't think of her name. For some reason, Ann Coulter's coming to my brain, but it's not her. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's gonna bother me. I don't know who it is. (laughs) Nonetheless. She's on it, and, like, a couple of other, like, kind of, like, professionals in the field. And they all, like, kind of weigh in on these, like, different aspects of it. I find it very interesting. Um, I think that's definitely worth a watch. It's not very long. Um, When I was homesick last week i was watching it pretty much the entire time yeah um the things on amazon prime suck for john Bonet. just yeah. throwing that out there i'll probably watch an id thing about it yeah no, i i thoroughly enjoyed that but the true crime true crime garage one is very very good um if i remember i'll send you the link to it so you can okay. link it down below um like i said it's six parts very in depth like they go through all the different theories hmm and they go through each part. Like, they go through, like, the whole autopsy. They go through the whole ransom letter. Oh, wow. They go through, um, like, the intruder theory. So, like, someone broke into the house and yeah. it's a complete stranger. Yeah. Uh, they go through the theory that it's either someone in the family or someone close to the family. So, like, either it was Patsy or it was um, Burke, the brother. Hmm. Um, they go into the Santa Claus theory. Yeah. So. Okay. Are you familiar with that at all? No. Okay, so the Santa Claus theory... Which is kind of one of my favorites, mm-hmm. other than it being Patsy or Burke. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So they had the Ramses had a family friend who played Santa Claus. Like okay. he did it for like events, like they did it yeah. at Christmas parties, like shit like that. And he was like a really good friends with the Ramses, but like with the kids especially, he was like, "Oh, like I'm Santa." He never like gave away that mystique that he wasn't Santa. Oh, okay. Um, and one year, like John, I think it was like two years before she died. Um, she sat in his lap and gave him like a vial of glitter. And he was like, she was the first one to get, ever give me a gift. It was actually really cute. Aww. All this stuff. But then it gets weird. Hmm. So he had like open heart surgery and he had to have the vial of gold on, or the vial of glitter on his person during the surgery. Yeah. The face you're making is also how I feel about it. Yeah. That's it's strange. very weird. A little pedo-y. A lot yeah. pedo um, and he would give away toys to the kids, like like stuffed animals and stuff. And in mm-hmm. some of the crime scene photos, you can see a stuffed, I believe it's a stuffed bear that mm-hmm. looks like one that he would give out to kids. But in other of the photos, it's gone. Weird. If I can find a photo of the bear, I'll send it to you and have you link it in our like Instagram photos. Okay. But it's very weird because, like, again, it's in some of the crime scene photos and in some of them it's not. Like, of her bedroom. Hmm. Like, in some photos, it's, like, literally on her bed. Like, you can see it plain as day. And in yeah. some photos, it's fucking gone. Hmm. Um, but then, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so the night in question, so, like, the night she was murdered, um, he claims that he was, like, an hour and a half away with family up in a cabin. But the murder happened in the middle of the night, so he could have snuck off. An hour and a half is not that far. No, it's not. Especially if she was murdered at, like, 2 in the morning or whatever. Like, he could have driven, driven down at midnight. Yeah. Done the deed and then bounced and got home before anyone noticed. Hmm. So, that whole thing is very interesting. Again, like, I would definitely re- recommend listening to that episode. Okay. Um, his background and history is a lot more interesting. Like, um, I want to say it was either, like, him and his wife, they had a kid that, like, went missing for, like, a brief period of time. She was kidnapped and then, like, was, like, released... Huh. And twists um, on his twists. Yeah, and she went missing on Christmas or the day after Christmas, which is the same day that John Bonet was murdered. Ooh. Yeah, or something like that. And then the wife also wrote a screenplay of like a story of a little girl being murdered and being found in her basement. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, like I said, like that whole thing is very strange to me. Like before, I was never like a big proponent of like someone breaking into the home or someone that like knows the family coming in mm-hmm. I always thought it was like an immediate family member I always thought it was Patsy or yeah. I always thought it was Burke yeah well that makes kind of the most sense but I know a thousand percent and so this like totally threw me for a loop and I was like whoa yeah maybe it was him who knows interesting yeah I'm so they told sense. the story a lot better than I just fucking did yeah they're also not two glasses of wine deep yeah well I'll give it a, a listen, maybe, if I can bear their voices for that long. Right. And I think once you know about the Santa theory, that bit in casting John Bonet makes more sense. Okay. Well, we can we can revisit. I'm going to do a little more background, and then we can revisit. I'm not going to okay. watch it again, but we can talk about it again. Perfect. <laughs> um, but also, we, sh- we are going to do a screen recap on the new Netflix documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats. Yes. I'm going to watch that this week. It's so insane. So you um, please watch it if you want to kind of know what we're talking about. Yes. Um, I will be done talking about JonBenet for now okay. until we revisit. Yeah. So we will revisit. We'll revisit. 
I want to do a little more, you know. Yeah, so that was your teaser. Yes. And the bit of Christmas drama that we promised you. Yes. And we're sorry it was didn't happen. It was just, yeah, Christmas Life was, happened. Christmas was really hectic. Christmas Eve was hectic, Christmas Day was hectic, and then my host family got here the day after. So. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, shit happens. Yeah. We're human. Well, yeah, and family at this time was more important. Exactly. And you know what? It is what it is. And, you know, we gave you a little bit of what you wanted. Yeah. A little bit. We'll do more. Yeah. But um, in the meantime, watch Don't Fuck With Cats because I promise you, you will not be disappointed. I know. It's, I'm like honestly kind of petrified to watch it. It's insane. And I will say, though, I was a little bothered. I, I was very bothered because there's a part of that is um, torturing of animals. But you said they cut that out, though. They don't show anything because I was like, I'm not going to watch this if yeah. if it's going to be, like, too graphic. And they really don't, but they talk about it. So it's kind of like okay. I would just look away and, right. you know. Um, so warning for people. But it's still – it's just very twisty. It's going to take a whole avenue that you're not expecting. So we'll give it a watch. Copy that. Yes. Into it. And, um, anything else fun and fresh that you watched this week? Watching the new season of You. Are you done yet? No. I'm on, like, <gasps> episode four with Wes. We're watching it together. No Bitch. spoilers. I won't. I won't. Okay. By the next time we record, I'm sure I'll be done with it, so we can I hope we can so, talk about because it. I'm, I watched it in the first day and a half. Yeah. And I'm still losing my mind. I've heard it's really twisty. I keep seeing spoilers, and I'm like, scroll, scroll, scroll. Don't want to Yeah, see like, I literally was, like, screaming the entire time. I think I said, what the fuck? Like, audibly a hundred times. Ooh, I'm so excited. There's going to be a season three. I know I heard, because I heard he fucked up and, like, was like, oh, next season. Oh, shit. I'm have said so that. stoked. Oh, <sighs> my God. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. That's yeah, because literally I only me. know, like, two people that have finished it, and I'm just like. <laughs> and we'll finish it soon. Me and Wes are watching it together, so we're trying not to watch it without each other. Trying. We're going to probably go watch it after we're done with this. Good. <laughs> so. But, anyways, Happy New Year. Yes, Talk happy new year. And we'll see you next decade. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, we will catch you next de- decade. What is this right now? The 30th of yes. December? Yep, so we'll so catch yeah, next time next we'll see you is yep. December, or sorry, fuck, January, January 6th. 2020. Ah! What? All right, we'll catch you then. All right. Thanks Goodbye. for listening. Goodbye.